Podcast ever host Doug Clevens here with me as always. Over two co-hosts, two best friends, Michael Michael Plant, and Mike Bonnie. What's up, fellas? But uh, not much. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely I, nailed it. How are oh, you yeah. guys doing on this beautiful snowy Friday in Wisconsin? Great. Uh, Couldn't ask for great. anything better, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's Christmas time, guys. Snow means Christmas. Christmas means snow. Yeah. It wasn't the you know nice what? kind of snow, though. It was the slushy, nasty-looking shit. Like, it it wasn't bad shoveling my driveway today, but it also didn't make me happy. Didn't Thankfully, put me in the Christmas spirit, Michael Plant. No, it was, <laughs> it was like two, it was, two inches, maybe. It wasn't fluffy snow. It was that hard, you know, really good for snowball fights and snowmen. Yeah. yeah, Cooper threw a couple snowballs at me once I picked him up from school today. It was great. <laughs> teach him who's boss? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh <laughs> But so guys, it's the last <laughs> week of fantasy football regular season for most leagues, and we had a pretty wild game that kicked us off last night with Baker Mayfield leading a 98-yard game-winning touchdown drive. Not for the Panthers, guys. He plays for the Rams now. He, <laughs> as of two days ago, he just comes in. One and practice. It's absolutely crazy. I can't say that I was awake watching it though. I was, I saw caught the highlights this morning. I was sleeping on my couch because the rest of the game I saw it. It wasn't quite good. But what's your guys' take? Anything? I think I mean, the Raiders hit the bed. Yeah, it was a it was a great play calling was bad. Oh, big big time! I mean, Baker had a interview afterwards, and he was talking about the play where he threw the touchdown to Van Jefferson, and he was just completely shocked that they were in man coverage on that play. Why are you on man, in man coverage on a play where they're looking to score a touchdown? You should be in zone yeah, right there. Did the Raiders do the that a couple years ago or a year or so ago when yeah. they let a huge touchdown? It's not a, a Hail Mary. I think they played press coverage on a Hail Mary and everyone just ran past the quarterback. Terrible play calling. They're Terrible coaching. But, uh, before we and not started, using Devontae in the whole second half? Stupid. Very silly, man. But uh, before we get started, please smash that like button, please subscribe, and then head on over to the fantasy6pack.net slash plans and check out our memberships. No better time than now, guys, with the fantasy playoffs approaching. Um, the link's scrolling down on the bottom of the screen, so make sure to join that. You can ask us any questions you want on the Discord at any time of day. Somebody will be there to answer you, I promise. Um, Unfortunately, I don't sleep well, so if you're up at late at night, I will answer your question. Just slide right into those DMs. Um, but uh, let's jump right into things, guys. And we got it's like the NFL really doesn't give a shit about our fantasy teams, guys. Putting six teams on a bye in the last week. Nor should they. What's going on right now? <laughs> no, should oh, they they. Should. They should. How much money does fantasy football make? I've got to make them a lot. I it's probably money. the reason why most people watch football. Uh, let, me, let me take a, a real quick guess. Not nearly as much as the NFL. So let's move forward. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but six teams out of bye. We got the Atlanta Falcons. All right, who really cares? But they did name Desmond Ruder the starter coming out of the bye, which is interesting. But uh, tune in next week to check out our uh, what our Atlanta Falcons preview looks like with Desmond Ritter. Um, then oh, you got yeah. the Chicago Bears. 
the Green Bay Packers, the Indianapolis Colts, New Orleans Saints, and Washington Commanders all on by this week. Just crazy this late in the season. A lot of players. Yeah, With only the, two uh, last week, it doesn't make sense. I know. They should have spread it out. Why didn't they put one or two more last week? And zero the week before. Yeah, like Thanksgiving I, was nobody had a bye week that week. So they yeah, kind of yeah. had to stockpile them one more time. And, uh, it, it, hmm. but, uh, it is what it is. We make two. We make lemonade <laughs> with lemons here. Um, and, and this is why you scour the waiver wire. Um, Sunday will be important podcast for you guys. Hopefully, uh, you know, you guys went to uh, Fantasy Six Pack and checked out that waiver wire article Herms just released. Go check out his uh, video as well on the YouTube channel. Um, great info there to help you out. If maybe some guys are still there available, it goes deep. Um, yeah. But, yeah, this is this is going to be a fun week where we're just throwing darts, guys. I mean, like, no Jonathan Taylor, no Aaron Jones. I mean, Fields. no Justin Fields. No uh, Christian Watson. He's a hot Taylor take. He's a hot receiver right now. I mean, so, I mean, no Chris Olave, no Kamara, even though he hasn't been very great. So, I mean, there's yeah, a lot of players out here. Yeah, yeah Kamara being out might be doing you a favor. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> it depends guys, on who you're putting in over him. Let's jump into things here with the first game. We got the New York Jets at the Buffalo Bills. And, guys, don't forget, Buffalo lost this game to the Jets earlier this season. Um, also, start- Josh Allen got hurt. What's that? It's also where Josh Allen got hurt yes. with the elbow. Yep, yep. Jumping into the Jets side of things, like, what do you think about um, Zonovan Knight? That's his name, right? It Zonovan is. Knight? Yeah. What do you think about him and his usage moving this week and moving forward? With Michael Carter now healthy. Well, with Michael Carter healthy, I'm assuming Michael Carter is going to get most of, most of the carries or work. But Zavin Knight that's has not been what good. Salah said though, that's not Zavin Knight's been good the past two weeks. He's been running back two or better in both weeks. And last week he got hundred plus yards on the ground. Yeah. Could be wrong, but but we know Michael Carr is better than Zavin Knight, so he should get the bulk of it. Yeah, I'm going to assume it's going to be a split. And then, man, we saw Garrett Wilson get 15 targets with Mike White under center. But he did throw it an absurd amount of times. It was 50 or 60 times, so that number is a little bit skewed. But You're going to see it again man, playing the Bills. Is, how about, let, I guess let me ask you this. What, what about Corey Davis? Because he also saw 10 targets. Is that sustainable again, or is that just because of the ridiculous volume that Mike White threw in that game? I did say he was questionable. So if he yes, plays, I want to say it was an illness. I, I want to say that's what it was. It might be. So yeah, you're gonna have to look at that. But if he is healthy and ready to go, I'd play him because they're gonna have to throw a lot in this offense. Yeah, yeah, and clearly sure. Elijah Moore is still. I mean, even with Mike White at QB, he's still not. He's not getting enough snaps two. either. I don't think still. Yeah. Because they're playing Braxton over him a, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's Moore's more trusted, I guess. As well. um, but jumping over to the Bills side of things, Mike, and I guess really the only thing we should talk about, well, I guess there's two things, but let me start at the backfield here. James Cook starting to become more and more relevant, just like it seems like. After back, the battery, man. Yeah, and rookies, the later in the season, obviously, the more inclimated they are into this, into their teams, and they start doing more things. And Cook 
Cook's interesting. What do you think about him this week? In this, it's not a good matchup, but what do you think about him this week? I mean, it's it's nice seeing you know the production there from Cook, but I mean, if we're being honest here, guys, I mean, pretty much the same snap counts. I mean, Devin Singletary was actually. 1.3% more uh, out on the field than James Cook. So James Cook was just being utilized more when he was out on the field, which means, I mean, he's kind of turned into their passing game back. I mean, Singletary did get two targets last week, but James Cook was getting six. I mean, Singletary gets a goal line though. Past three, past three get. The past three games, James Cook has a twelve point five percent target share. It's not the it's not the goal line work I was really talking about. It's the PPR work here that I'm I'm talking about with Cook. That's nice and that's appealing, um, and that you can get by with if you know you know you're out of Aaron Jones, you're out of a Jonathan Taylor. Um, I think the PPR work is fine with James Cook, but Singletary is the guy in the red zone. Yeah. That's the that's the one we could start him. We do agree on that. Yeah, you. Yeah, James Cook is that is a viable starter in deep release. Twelve. Teams. It's just PPR leagues. Half PPR, it does make it more yeah. standard. Don't even think about it. And then with six teams out of buy this week, guys, this Mike is this the week that Gabe Davis might need to find your benches if you can afford it. Uh no, I mean it's not a good because, matchup. Well, the no, thing it is, is not. I, DJ I Reed, Sauce Gardner on the outside, they're really good, both of them. And the last this this last matchup, Diggs was okay. He was solid, but Gabe Dave really had a bad day. I think he caught two balls for 30 yards or something. I mean, just for example, guys, I mean, you could be choosing between Deontay Johnson or Gabe Davis this week with the buys. I mean, who are you playing? I mean, are you going to feel like an idiot? Yeah, exactly. You're going to feel like an idiot for benching Gabe Davis for Deontay Johnson. I mean, there are not many other options we can afford to play over Gabe Davis. That's yeah. the thing. So you kind of just got to play the matchup, you know, and hope he gets that. One catch for 80 yards, 60 yards for a touchdown. Yep. Just temper expectations. Odds are that it's not going to be a big, good week for Gabe Davis. Uh, 10 to 15 seconds. He always has a potential break one deep, though. Yeah. 10 to 15 seconds on it. Isaiah McKenzie catching your guys' eye at all as we head into playoffs because he's starting to get utilized a little bit. Deeper. 12, 14 teamers. Yeah. 10 team, though. I mean, just 16.7% target share last three weeks, still third on the uh, team. That's right. I mean, it's, it's fine. It's it's a little bit less than Gabe Davis. Gabe is, Gabe is hovering around 20% at 19.8, but it's Stefan Diggs' game here at 30.2% of a target share for the past. Yeah, you know Diggs is going to be fine just because he's going to see the volume. Yeah. So he's going to be uh, he's going to be just fine. But There's only one that- safe safe play. Yep. Jumping into the next game, guys, we got the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm just going to throw this out on the table for both of you guys for the Browns. And it's a little hanging fruit here, guys. It's Deshaun Watson. We were a little weary on him last week on this show, which is good on us, good on you, Michael Plant, for not having him starting over a lot of people on the start-sit show. But it's not a good matchup for him here. But will he be better than what we saw last week? And will the offense be better? Shane, you, you take it. Yeah, it can't be much worse. So there is really only one way to go. I mean, better they didn't score any though, man. They mm-hmm. didn't. They didn't score any offensive points, guys, and they still managed to win. I mean, they're not. Yeah, he's got game, it. Like, this, it's only up from here, like Lapine said. Exactly. But, I guess, but what if they don't score any offensive points again, guys? That's in my eyes. That's going down. Honestly, I don't see that happening. Offense. I don't know if that's happened two weeks in a row. To I'm sure it's happened in NFL teams. It's not going down though. It's being complacent technically. <laughs> <laughs> 
but he'll he will have a tough time, man. The Bengals will get to him a lot quicker than the Texans. Now, did. now if if they give up a safety, then they're minus points. They're giving up points. Then then we got a problem here. <laughs> then we're going down. I do but think he'll throw a pick though again. Most likely. I mean, Cincinnati's defense has been uh, a lot better than last year. Um, but Deshaun Watson, there's going to be a little bit more chemistry built here. Um, he's still – it's not a great matchup. Cooper uh, might be out. Two QB leagues, yeah, you can get, get away with it. But 12 and 10 teamers, you're benching him until you see a, a lot more progress. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, it may – hell, maybe you do see it this week. Who knows? But I'm not – uh, but what do you guys think about – we thought it was going to be good for David Njoku. We thought it was going to be good for Amari Cooper, DPJ. <laughs> oh, when he when he, he shakes off the or, rust. Okay. But I think we're more looking at next year for them probably. Well, I mean, it could still even happen this year, honestly. I mean, probably in Watson is fantasy a championships, maybe. Maybe. I mean, maybe the week before. I mean – Fuck it, Dave. He's <laughs> <laughs> talking to you, like – I, I <laughs> let, the, let the locks flow, man. You're, I mean, you're the only. I don't have any locks anymore, man. It's like the AT and T towers: lowest, medium, and then tallest, right there. Yeah. <laughs> With our hair, but uh, I mean, it could happen, you know, in a couple of weeks here. But it's going to take multiple weeks for Deshaun Watson to get chemistry again with these guys because it was atrocious. There were throws; the timing was so off. It was like he was. Uh, late on his throws, and a lot of throws are going into the dirt because yeah. of no power. Yeah, it was gross. It was gross. He wasn't but stepping into his throws. So it's going to take some time to shake all this rust off. I mean, come on, guys. He's human. I mean, I t- throwing aside everything Shit, we know about him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, throwing it like I said, throwing aside <laughs> everything. He's human. He has emotions just like everybody else. I'm sure for he sure. was a little was nervous tough, going man. into this. It, it, yeah, it was probably tough for him being back in Houston and everything, too. Uh, yeah, but jumping he's going to get that everywhere he goes. He better get used to it. It was the worst in Houston knew he was going to get, though, I think. Yeah. Um, jumping over Wait to the Bengals side. he goes to Philly. <laughs> <laughs> jumping over to the Bengals side of it, guys. I'll just leave this open for the both of you as well. Is Sabaje Piri dead with Joe Mixon coming back to practice? I wouldn't say dead. They're, they are Should running the started. ball. Yeah, I mean, that's desperation flex, I guess, hoping he gets some PPR work because, let's be <laughs> honest, he was getting the PPR work even before Mixon got injured. Yeah. So, I mean, they are dead set on his role. It's just They might take Mixon a little slow. Yeah, I mean, Mixon is coming on uh, the concussions. I mean, it's yeah. not a huge injury, but it is two weeks missed of a concussion. You never like to see that. I mean, so he's still got PPR value. It's kind of – it's got a James Cook vibe to it um, with him just because he is he's their PPR guy. Joe Mixon get, is not involved in the passing game as much as Samaj P. run, unfortunately. Right. Um, and then one more quick question. Tyler Boyd seems to be used a little bit better in the offense when Jamar Chase is in town or back. So I'm curious, do you guys think he might be looked at as a start this week with six teams on a bye, or are you guys out on that? He needs to catch the ball first. (laughs) Yeah, that's the only reason the six teams on a bye. I mean, it's a good offense. You can like it's an offense that we know can support three wide receivers on a good day. Mm -hmm. All right, is is it a good day? I mean, it's the Browns' defense. I mean, you can run on them better than you can throw on them. So yeah, this is true. This is true. Um, I like the Bengals to have a good day on offense, though. But 
We'll see. I, mean, I, I, I hate to break it to you, but Joe Burrow's 0-4 against the Browns. That's um, kind of a wild stat. Yeah, he, he does not – I mean, he actually does all right against the Browns. He averages, I want to say it was 300 yards, but it wasn't like an amazing touchdown to interception ratio. So well, I mean, this is Joe's year, so – I mean, last year was Joe's year. He went to the Super Bowl. I mean, <laughs> um, but uh, it is one of those things. Can he finally get over the hump of beating the Browns? Do you guys see him mock Patrick Mahomes, by the way, after? No, I did not. You know how Mahomes always does like this weird thing with his fingers all the time? Like he'll throw both up all the time. Burrow, after they sealed the win, did that. And Mahomes no, looked at him and smiled on the <laughs> sideline. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it was all over. Little to talking. Yep, it's all past. That's the. the, That's gonna be the quarterback. It's gonna be like Brady versus Manning, probably not on that level, obviously, but close to. Right, right, right. And Dave, we love you too, man. We appreciate. We appreciate it. (laughs) Yep, I questionably love you. (laughs) Well, the next game we got here, guys, the Houston Texans at the Dallas Cowboys. Davis General Mills is back as the starting quarterback, so the Kyle the Kyle Allen experiment that lasted two weeks is no longer, guys. Stupid. Uh, the only thing we really need to talk about here. It wasn't I stupid guess. for all those teams that got to play the defenses against Kyle Allen. They had a blast. <laughs> yes, they did. Yes, they did. I guess there's two things right here. Do we like Damian Pierce as much as we can in this matchup? It's probably a bad game script. But Dallas can be ran on, or is this going to be just another one of those weeks where Pierce is just fine? You know, eight to ten points. It's not great. He hasn't been doing great as of you know lately. Yeah, as it is. Last week was like nine to ten PPR points. And that was better. That was better. The best he's done in three weeks for sure. I was going to say that was better than the uh, previous two weeks combined. Yeah. So I mean, mm-hmm. I can see it. Best case scenario you know, maybe getting 10, 12 points if he gets a touchdown. That's the thing. He's, here's the ceiling. He's got to get a touchdown. If he doesn't get the touchdown, he's not getting the PPR work. It's a very solid floor of about eight points for you. Congratulations. It's not going to win you anything. I think um, the Cowboys defense is going to mask her. <laughs> it's going to get it's ugly. Possible. It's going to get ugly quick. <laughs> but before we jump in over to the Cowboys, let me just ask you one more thing. Nico Collins, I think he definitely deserves to be rostered. But can he be started this week? He's out. Him and Brandon Cooks have both been rolled out. Why is Nico Collins out? That's not good. Oh my gosh, you're gonna make me look. I can't. Chris Chris Moore season, bro. I was just gonna say Chris Moore to the moon. Let's go. Come on. You're not playing. We should start. We should start him in the one league. We have 100 percent gonna have to with the way that league has just turned into an absolute fucking. Yeah, like this is (laughs) if if you are just ravaged by injuries, you got six teams on by. Okay, you can get away with playing a Samaje P right at a, you know, and and be all right with it because you don't have many other options. Yeah. Jumping over to the Cowboys side of things, guys. Um, you could start Dak. He's startable. Temper expectations because this game could get blown out very quickly. Um, CD Lamb's going to get his because that's what he's going to do. But I'm honestly worried about the other pass catchers in this offense this week. Ike, do you agree with that? Yeah. Dalton Schultz, Michael Gallup. You're trying not to start them if possible. I mean, I you're probably, probably starting Dalton Schultz because it's a nightmare over there at tight end. But. It's the Texans, so they're probably going to want to run all over them. Mm-hmm. You're going to see a lot of Zeke and a lot of Tony Pollard, so they're must-starts. CD is the only one you should probably be starting yeah. from the wide receivers, and 
pretty much because tight end is a wasteland and you have to start Dalton unless you got a better option. Yep. And if you have <clears throat> Pollard and Zeke both on a team, you're definitely a hundred percent concerned. I would this game. I would. And they could there's a high probability that they're both gonna find their way into the end zone. Yep. Yeah. What do you th- what do you got to say, Mike? I mean, I mean, you pretty much summed it up. I was just looking for the Nico Collins injury. All I can find is he was ruled out. No, like designation of like a foot. That you know, disappoints me now a little bit, man. To be honest with you, because he's starting to get used more. He's starting to show a little bit more talent. Like maybe, like if you're in dynasty leagues, guys, maybe try to get him on the cheap. If especially if they're going to have a well, trade deadlines over town so. next year. Yeah, a lot of times, a lot of people trade deadlines over. Hopefully, dynasty season, you don't have a deadline. I know so for sure some leagues do. I mean, once the season ends, then it opens up to trade. Yeah. There's a trade deadline during the regular season. Yeah. But what is this, a fantasy? <laughs> still still football. <laughs> football. Um, next game, guys, you got the Minnesota Vikings at the D- Detroit Lions, who are favored by uh point and a half <laughs> in this one against the nine and two Minnesota Vikings or whatever. They get to know something we don't, boys. I think we all know though. <laughs> I think we all know that Minnesota's the they're fine. They're fine. They're the falsest eight and three or whatever they are. Eight Lies. Lies. Are they? They're ten and two. Minnesota's ten and two. There's right. a good chance. The there's the a good chance. Steelers they, a couple years ago were <laughs> the falsest true. ten and two. If they were, I think they were actually ten and one at one point. I can see the Vikings losing to the Buccaneers in divisional round playoffs. I was literally I just, just about to say that. I can't believe that. <laughs> I was literally just thinking the same thing. That's awesome. They're gonna lose to that shit, Bucks team. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Stamp it. Just um, garbage. <laughs> but how are we starting, Kirk Cousins, in this matchup? How do we feel? Let me kick it to you, Ike. You're shaking your head. Yes. Where do you have him ranked this week? You're gonna have your rankings pulled up. Where's he at? Top eight. Hate it. Don't he have him completely yeah. pulled up. He does not but have him pulled up. He never has him pulled up. should be started, to be honest. You should feel more confident in Gabe Davis booming than Ike having his rankings being pulled up. We'll play at this you like is Goff. true. We'll play at you like Goff or Cousins better in this matchup. Just killed. I like. I mean, the way the Six Lions and eight, competed. I have him at. <laughs> so Cousins the Lions competed oof. a lot more. I mean, so I think the higher, I mean, the higher ceiling here is Goff. I mean, the higher ceiling is Kirk because of the weapons, but the higher floor is Goff because of the amount of times they're gonna have to throw. Yeah, to keep up with the Vikings. Let me ask you this: Speaking of those Vikings weapons, man, Justin Jefferson was shut down the last time he played the Lions, wasn't he? Pull up his stats for me. I want to say he... I thought you were going to say last week, to be honest. No. He had catches, but not for many yards. I think he had like three catches for 14 yards, if I'm No, it was like eight for 60. Uh, Let's see it, Mike. Pull it up. Last time they played Lions or last week? Do you remember remember what week it was? No, I don't. Last time... uh, Oh, last time they played Lions. Yes. No, last week, you're right, Ike. He did have a lot of catches. He didn't have a lot of yards. He had a touchdown, too. Where's the Where's the I'm going to have to go to the good old fan. I'm going to have to go to the good old fantasy app here. Good God. I'm going to beat both of you. No, I'm almost there. No, I'm there. Almost there. He was caught three (laughs) targets for four. We could have just went with what I said. He caught three balls for 14 yards. So there it is. 
Are we freaking out about Justin Jefferson this week now? If no, Michael Plant, I'm looking at you. I'm looking. I know at you, you are. I can feel the gaze. Freaking win this week. Are you worried about Justin Jefferson? Obviously, no. we're starting him. I know. No, I mean. Two consecutive oh, weeks of 11 targets. Probably I mean, the most consistent receiver in football. I would not be worried. I mean, a target share is – I mean, it's skewed statistics with a target share, but 27.6. I mean, if I look that up, I bet you that's top five. Um, no, it's, it might Adams, not be. Stephon There's like four guys at 30. Past three games. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, he's actually top 10. Devontae's uh, at 30 eight. and like four other. Wow, man. Drake London killing it the past three games has a 33.3% target share in that offense, but they don't throw it a lot. Because they throw it 20 times and he gets like. It's because targets. last week he had 12 targets. Yeah. But Justin Jefferson still top 10. He has a 31% uh, target share the past three games. I mean, the whole year it's 29. I mean, the volume is just so sustainable. I mean, the only thing is, is I'm questionable about maybe a touchdown because he might not need to score a touchdown. But I look at this as a game like maybe the Packers in the first week where I think he is going to eat with the yards. I just don't know if he's going to score. You think I think it's going to be high scoring. Handle, you think Minnesota's going to handle this game, huh? Pretty good, Mike? I think it's going to be high guy. scoring, uh, just guy. like I've said. I think it'll be a high scoring. I mean, it's a divisional game, but the Lions at home give up a lot of points. On the Jameson road, Williams a, his first touchdown too, calling it. Yeah. You calling it? Well, let's talk about the Lions then, real quick. Jamison Williams is back. Well, not back. His, he's going to make his season debut after the ACL injury he had. He made it last week. Um, obviously, put him on your bench and just see what's going on. I'm assuming he's going to be on a pitch count, right around 20 snaps or so. Um, but what do you guys think about the other options in this offense? Mainly, let's go into the DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams talk like we do every freaking week. But we have to talk about it because it's the most relevant news in this offense on a weekly basis. And Swift last week, it looked like the Swifty of old a little bit. Ike, are you super excited about it now? Or are you still tempering expectations moving forward in this matchup? I'm a... I... I don't like it because you, you never know what, who's going to do what each week, but I'm, I'm leaning Swift over Williams. The rest of the season, huh? And yeah. Right on. Michael Swift is more dynamic. Williams is more Definitely. ground and pound, get in the end zone if you can. I mean, last week we did see DeAndre Swift take more snaps uh, away from Jamal Williams, 51% compared to 30 for Jamal Williams. So it's kind of a changing of the guard there a little bit. Um, now, granted, it was against Jacksonville. They were killing them. This is a one-game sample sure. size, really. I mean, two-game sample size, I guess, if you want to call the first week of the season. He had the same, a higher snap percentage as well. I don't want to, like, fully dive in and say, oh, yeah, DeAndre Swift's a league winner. But no. it is pointing in the right direction. It's yeah. just we need to see it a little bit more because and this is only really uh, two or three games now where he's had a higher snap percentage than Jamal Williams. Yep, right on. Uh, next game here, guys, we got the Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Giants. Man, the Eagles offense looked like it was back at it last week. They were really good. AJ Brown was a beast. In their event yeah. game. Jalen Hurts, guys, really good. Fantasy football-wise and normal football. Top four MVP. Yeah, he's uh, had a very solid season. But we talk about it every week. Uh, Michael Platt, I'll kick this to you. Miles Sanders, do we like him in this matchup? Uh, I mean, 
Yeah, just because this is a high-octane offense that get in the red zone. Really, it's the main thing is here is he's not getting used in the passing game. Um, I'll go, go look at the targets here real quick for him. But uh, he gets used in the red zone. That's the nice thing. It's just there's not much red zone work to go around here because Jalen Hurts takes it away. Um, the big thing is, is, I mean, he actually did get three targets two weeks ago, two targets last week. So again, not a lot, but I mean, there's not a lot of targets going around for the running backs at all. Um, so, I mean, really that's not a huge problem. It's the red zone work here. So if he's not getting the red zone work, I mean, then I'm, I'm, I'm benching him, but it's a good matchup. I think against the giants. All right. This offense is on fire. I think this is one of those possible games where he could have the multiple touchdowns like, uh, you know, against the Packers, but also don't be surprised if he doesn't get any touchdowns at all, because this is Miles Sanders guys. We're in week 14. This is who he is. We know who he is. He does not, you know, he's the early down back and sometimes the red zone back because Jalen hurts is the every down back essentially for the Eagles. Yeah, it just, it also just depends on what running backs in the game for the Eagles when they're in the red zone too. They're not I mean, just going to bring someone in just to, you know. But, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you there. You're starting A.J. Brown, obviously. You're starting Devonta Smith. Um, jumping over the Giants side of things, Saquon bit slowed down the last few weeks. But the Eagles, if you can attack them somewhere, it's on the ground mostly. It has been a little bit better recently. With um, the additions of Ndamukong and Sue and uh... – Dalvin yep. Tomlinson, I think it was. Uh, Linval Joseph. Joseph. Right? Thank yep. you. I can never remember his name. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess we got to talk about Darius Slayton and his is his output sustainable and do we like him in this matchup, Ike? I see. I'm piquing your interest against the Eagles. I'd probably temper your expectations a little bit. But like you said, there's a lot of buy, or, uh, teams on by, so you might be forced to start him, and I wouldn't be as scared about it as maybe like you were six weeks ago. Agreed. He's yeah, clearly he, the number one option. And he's a big play guy too, which is – He is. Nice. He always he's finds a way to catch a big a d- yep. deep pass. He can pop off at any time, and I kind of like him too. And with bye weeks and everything, I think he's a wide receiver three, and you just kind of got to deal with it. Must be rostered, so pick him up if you if yeah, he's out there somehow. And if if you have to, you can start him, like you said, wide receiver three or flex. Yep. Um, next game we got here, the Tyler Huntley-led Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson's out one to three weeks with a Doubtful. PCL sprain. Excuse me, yes. No, I said nailed that, bro. Nailed that on the injury. Said one uh, to, I think I actually said one plus weeks, which is kind of cheating, but. Uh, <laughs> he missed a week. <laughs> one plus week. All four Ravens at the Pittsburgh Steelers, guys. What do we expect this offense to look like with Tyler Huntley under center? We saw last year Mark what? Andrews did feast with him under center, so. I guess you still feel all right about Andrews as well as you can feel because he's kind of just been eh. But everybody else in this offense and then Tyler Huntley himself, what do you guys think? None of them should be starting except for Mark Andrews. I'm sorry. They look terrible with Lamar. What makes you think they're going to look better at Tyler Huntley? You're Unless out on you the running Huntley's better than Lamar. I don't. I don't either, so – the, if J.K. Dobbins comes back healthy, then it's just going to muddle up the backfield even more because he has been pro- uh, progressing towards coming off that IR. Um, mm-hmm. He was close last week. He's even closer this week. So, I mean, really, the running backs, like I said, they're not dependable right now. I mean, 
yeah, if, if, the, if you got to throw a warm body in a running back spot, I mean, if you have Gus Edwards, I guess you could throw him in there if you, because there's not many options out there on the waiver wire, I'm sure. Um, but you really want to avoid it. And the only safe option in this offense is Mark Andrews. And I guess Tyler Huntley because of the, his rushing floor, he's got a good matchup against the Steelers. They allow the second most uh, points to wide receivers and their top five allowing points to QB. So it gives him a little bit of a ceiling with the passing floor. Do you think he but, could be a league winner? Uh, I don't know because Lamar, Lamar Jackson is, if, if Lamar misses three weeks, like his, like what they say, he has to, I mean, he could get you in the, through the first round, at least. I don't think he is. I think he, I don't think he's stop. a league winner, but he's got a great matchup this week. He's got a great floor because of the amount of times he rushes the ball. I mean, that's, that's what makes him a league winner is if he has good matchups, but he has a solid floor. He's not going to lose you any weeks because of the amount of times he runs the ball. That's the thing. He's just probably uh, not going to win you many weeks after this week. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I love the matchup that much either, Mike, with TJ Watt back, Mika Fitzpatrick doing his things. I don't think you really want to start him, to be honest with you. Like, I would rather start Jared Goff. I think I would rather start Kirk Cousins. I agree. Um, but uh, let me I ask mean, you last this real quick. Last week, the Steelers played Marcus Mariota, and they were good against the quarterback. But when they've played – Good quarterbacks, they are not good against them. Sure, but I Tyler Huntley's Huntley's not good. Yeah, I think Marcus Mariota is better than Tyler Huntley. But it's the fact that they allow somebody. (laughs) You're gonna go Tyler Huntley over Marcus Mariota? What the fuck is Tyler Huntley? You could probably talk me into it, maybe. No, you. I I mean, Marcus Mariota don't play this week, guys. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. But I mean, I would probably choose Tyler Huntley this week. Oh, God damn! And then, but then the running back. Let's just touch on the running backs for fifteen seconds. Would you rather start either of the running backs? Not named J.K. Dobbins. He's not in. Would you start either of the running backs over James Cook this week? No, not over James Cook. No, okay. no. You'd rather Samaje Pirine. That's where you're getting more into that range, I guess. Where it's yeah. kind of like a toss up either way. And I guess I would still leave Pirine even, but it makes it a little bit more debatable. Jumping over the Steelers side of things, Pickett's not quite fantasy relevant yet. He's not turning the ball over, but he's also not scoring a lot of touchdowns. You saw that too, right? He hasn't thrown a pick in a while. Yeah. Yeah, it was like 180 attempts. Yeah, but he's only thrown two touchdowns in that span too. (laughs) uh, Najee Harris is healthy, good to go from the sounds of it. Let's talk pass catchers, guys. I shit out Deontay Johnson every week. I'm not going to do it this week. I'm going to leave that up to you. Uh, but George Pickens disappointed last week. Disappointed me as well. I didn't play him, but he still – I don't like seeing zero catches on my bench. And he's pissed off about it too. Like, dude, you're a rookie. Relax a little bit. Like, he's already super pissed off they're not giving him the ball. So this is the stuff – He has a David problem. Yes, I was going to say, this is the stuff that made him slide in the draft that teams were kind of like, yeah, maybe this guy's an asshole. Bingo. Um, but what are your guys' maybe. thoughts on him? So with him bitching and moaning, is this one of those weeks where they force feed him the ball? Do you like? No, him he got that thing in Madden where it's like you're a rookie, just sit down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just sit down. I mean, it's hard to start anybody from this offense consistently. Najee's um, offense, if if that's what you want to call it, if you want to call it that, because um, he's the one that gets the most work. I, I I hate to say it, but I mean, I mean. Deontay Johnson sucks, but the volume, I guess, because of the by Mageddon. I would say he sucks. 
Oh, no, he, he does. He, with Kenny Pickett, he sucks. I mean, come on, let's be honest. I think Kenny has, Pickett sucks. Is, I think, I think Johnson's good. He he hasn't finished as a top 36 receiver, I think it is. And like, like, But is that I, his fault? I mean, not all his fault. I understand that. How many times has he been targeting the red zone? Like twice? Come on, guys. It's the expected fantasy points you got to keep waiting for to come back down to earth. It's if, you're point, if you're into if you're that. If you're into that. I mean, it's just the mass. <laughs> it's the sheer amount of volume. Like, if you look at last week, George Pickens didn't have a catch. He only got targeted twice because Deontay got targeted 11 times. Then the week before that, Deontay out-targeted him again, 8-6. to six. I mean, not as much of a discrepancy, but there's a theme here. Deontay Johnson just gets more targets than anybody else. and Just I really, guess, really bad targets. Just yeah, really Pickens, bad is targets usually, yeah. Pickens is usually better than him with the lower amount of targets. Just he didn't get enough. <laughs> no, he's he, Pickett, Pickett is – I mean, Pickens is more boomer bust. Deontay Johnson, I guess, Definitely. is what you can call it's, safer – but yeah, there's not Deontay many safe plays from this offense. It's just bust, yeah. It's just <laughs> six to eight oh, day for 10 he's points. Just, if you want 10 points, go for it. Ten points. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. If you want eight yeah, to Some 10. people just need 10 points. Like Michael Plant needed just 10 points to Scott Fishbowl, and he blew it. Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, shots fired. <laughs> Jumping into the next game, guys. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Tennessee Titans. Trevor Lawrence questionable in this one after that. Weird-looking knee injury last week, but apparently he was okay because he continued to play. Um, I'm curious your guys' thoughts on Travis Etienne in a tough matchup against Tennessee here. Um, and Etienne's coming up. He, he injured his foot, obviously, two weeks ago. And then last week he had nine fantasy points, I want to say, in PPR formats. But he also fumbled, which that kind of seems to be a little bit of a trend with him that he might put the ball on the ground here and there. What are your guys' thoughts on him this week? With the, Not great, yeah, especially with, Tre- with Trevor Lawrence possibly not being able to play. <laughs> I mean, he has a toe injury, I believe I remember seeing, um, along with that knee injury, which for some reason, I don't know how he came back after that. But, I mean, Tennessee's good at stopping the run. Uh, I mean, if, if he gets a little bit more involved, this is, I, I, don't, I just don't have much faith in this game. This is going to be a slog it out. Just, I think Jacksonville is going to slump down to Tennessee's level and try to run the ball as much as them. Does that make sense? Yeah, I hear you saying. So I, I'm not really a fan of this game for fantasy purposes. I mean, but with six people, six teams on by, I mean, you have a, no choice. Like I stated earlier, so yeah. you got to start them. But you're tempering expectations really for everyone in this matchup: Christian Kirk, Travis Etienne. I mean. I, 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 I kind of like I kind of like Kirk Mike to be honest with you because of the matchup. Tennessee's been beaten up through the air. It's and just I heard for Trevor Lawrence, not, though. Yeah, yeah. To I think it's just what Doug Peterson's going to do. Like Laplante, I think he's going to run a lot for some reason. Sure. Yeah, it, it, Doug Peterson likes to mix it up with his game plans. Um, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of tempering expectations on Derrick Henry a little bit. It is a good matchup here, but it wouldn't be the first time we've seen Derrick Henry fall uh, fail on a good matchup. So. Yeah. I mean, you can't start trail on Burks. He's out. You're not you're not starting Robert Woods, are you? I mean, maybe you can start Chiosium Oconqua. I think I believe is, I said his name. Oconquo. 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 But uh, he's been pretty good as of recently, especially if trail on Burks is going to be out. Um, he's just he's, he's better looking than Robert Woods uh, to the eye test. Um, and he's getting sufficient. You like Robert volume. Woods, eh? Okay. No, I did not. Like the way you he, like the way he looks. How are you? How are you interpreting that as me liking Robert <laughs> Woods? 
I don't think anybody should be starved from that team except for Derrick Henry. I like I know you can get away with it for sure. You can get away with an Okonkwo start, I think, because of like you said, the tight end is so bad. It's a dark throw. Big play every week, man. Yeah, it's a dark throw. I do like Henry in this matchup, guys. He has uh, six (laughs) career games over 200 yards, four against Houston, and you know who the other two are against? Probably Jacksonville. Yeah. So maybe he has another big game this week because, guys, this is Derrick Henry time kind of right now. December, this is where he's carried you to fantasy championships before. And, Mike, I know you're hoping and he needs, for that. Maybe he needs, that is the start. He because the Titans he's, to the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> my, he hasn't been very good recently. He's had okay weeks, but, like, last week he was stuffed. He didn't. Titans literally don't need to do anything, though. They have the NFC South so locked up. Why waste Derrick Henry's health? I hear you. For yeah. the playoff run but by they kind of, against but Jacksonville. If they, but if they don't use him, like they might lose because they can lose the rest of the good, season and That's still make it in. I think. I don't think so. I, I don't it. think so. Who's second in their division? Colts by like three games. Yeah. Colts. Yeah. Colts don't skip. Yeah, I, well, I hear you. I mean, but. the way the NFC South is with the Tampa Bay Bucks leading it, and they're below five hundred, it is very possible. That's <laughs> This is true. This is true, guys. Well, they're 500 now. Oh, yeah, after that win. It only took to week 14, guys. (laughs) Next game, guys. Let's just go through this one probably pretty quick. The Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos. The Chiefs, you're starting Mahomes. You're starting Travis Kelsey. You're starting Juju Pacheco. You're starting as well. But your tempered expectations for these guys because Denver's offense is very good. Or defense, I'm sorry, is very good. Their <laughs> offense wanna, is I, I the complete daughter op. Don't clip that. Don't clip that. Their offense is the complete daughter opposite because their offense is shit, guys. You're not starting <laughs> Russell Wilson. You're not. No, nah, I mean, I heard Corlin you say Sutton. the offense was the best. Corin Sun's out, I think. You're probably yeah, Corin Sun is doubtful. Okay, then we're hammering Jerry Judy. Let's go, right? Jerry Judy to the moon. I, I mean, would Kendall start Hinton this week is all right. I think it uh, Dolchich, it, it, Kendall Hinton in a desperation dart throw just because you have uh, Judy. No, I'd rather push. sleep on nails. <laughs> I mean, you'd rather sleep on nails than start anybody from this offense, let's be honest. Like, <laughs> I mean, six, six teams on by, you got to do what you got to do. Jerry like, Judy I mean, to Dylan the moon saying, for 11 points. You, you have <laughs> – you have five, six people that are injured. You know, you're dealing with just some garbage over there. Yeah, yeah fuck it. I'd rather just say, you know what? I lost. I'm out of the playoffs. I'm not playing this idiot. I don't want to see a zero. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't listen to the quitter. Gonna, this game is going to be gross. I can see Kansas City winning this game 24 to 3, and the only people being fantasy relevant. I can see it being a kicker's. A kicker's Brandon game, McManus is, is a must start. Yes, fuck yes, fuck yes. Uh, next game, guys. This game even is a little suspect as well. Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the at the San Francisco 49ers. Suspect without Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. But Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy there. Um, so let's just stay on the 49ers then. Open-ended question. What do we expect from all these guys? Who takes the biggest hit with Jimmy not around now and Purdy at quarterback, guys? I say I uh, agree Everyone, I mean, literally everyone, because Jimmy G was a, a good distributor of the football. Um, Brock Purdy, he's gonna make some mistakes, man. He's Mr. Irrelevant. I mean, I do, he did look good, don't get me wrong, he did look good. Um, Frank, Fred Warner came out and said that he is confident in him, which that is, I mean, Fred Warner's a smart 
all pro linebacker. And if he's coming out and saying Brock Purdy, he's confident with him as the quarterback rolling forward, it gives me a little bit more confidence in his capability of it. But fantasy wise, everyone's taking a hit. CMC. Kind of wish uh, that one. Yeah, it would have been smart. I mean, but they didn't want to pay it. I don't blame. I didn't think Baker would be able to do that, but eh. now they're kind of biting themselves in the in the ass. If if you ask me, watching that, it was probably a flash in the pan, guys. But hopefully, I'm rooting for Baker. Hopefully, he finishes out the season strong, and maybe he gets another starting opportunity situation next year. What stopped him from being a Ram starter? Uh, Stafford has that style contusion. Yeah, he might retire he can, possibly. I mean, concussions and issues and stuff like that. Yeah, so maybe it is. Baker and Sean McVay is the one guy I believe that can get the uh, best out of Baker. He'll make it be fine. He got the best out but of here's the, off the first couple of years until he got to the Super Bowl, and then it was here's over. A, here's the thing: Sean McVay is also contemplated retirement though as well. That's true. Same with Aaron Donald. But they said, <laughs> yeah, but Amazon, so I mean, but Amazon signed Al Michaels to that big deal, man. Maybe they can't afford to give uh, Sean McVay the money now. Don't tell me Jeff Bezos can't afford anything. That might be planet if he wanted. They should probably, yeah, they would probably just uh, cut and fire Kirk Herb Street and just put McVay right next. Probably to him. should go back to the Bucks game though. I feel Do bad you want for, to? Kirk, for Herbie if that happens. <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, I, I think CMC's it, I'm the kinda safest with, one. Yeah, I'm kind of with Ike. I think it hurts Ayuk because he was kind of the. The, I, the best route runner on the team. I'll go ahead and say it. Like I think he is short and intermediate guy. Yeah, and he is. And I just, I think this hurts Ayuk and his catchability down the field. Catchability just because they're going to run more, I think. Maybe yeah, we and, see a little bit more design plays from Debo Samuel. That's a yes. Yep. And Dink and Dunk with Debo and Dink and Dunk with fucking Christian McCaffrey. I think those guys are going to be okay. I don't like George Kittle, and I don't like uh, Brandon Ayuk. We'll see this week. Maybe they'll get Ayuk involved because they know he's one of the top guys on the team. Yeah. But it cuts the ceiling big time for all these these guys. But I mean, Let's drop. Go ahead, Mike. That's it. I was just going to say, that's okay. a really it just makes CMC the only safe one to play. Agreed. Let, let's jump into the Bucks now because this might take a minute. Chris Godwin, you're starting. Brady, you probably don't want to start in this matchup if you – can help it. Like I probably leaning Goff and Cousins. I know he keeps saying those two names. I would probably start them over Brady. I think Brady or Watson. Watson. I'm going to go Brady there. Really? Yeah. Watson, you got to show me now, man. I'm sorry. You, nah, you did. I haven't seen what Brady's done against 49ers. I don't know when's the last time he played them. I'm not sure either, to be honest. But that defensive line is ferocious. It might get to Brady quick, but Brady's the GOAT. He does crazy shit all the time, so you never know. He like might light the point up because like he wants to like be completely shit for 58 minutes of the game it's, and then be mad. And then turn into what everyone thinks he is, which is just – what I don't understand yeah. for the Bucks is why don't they run that kind of shit all the time? Like, obviously, they're the better offense, a really good team because when the Brady's on the plays that- and going fast. The defense is not giving them that look all the time because when the defense is when they're up and the other team is trying to score, they're playing a passive zone, keep everything in front of them defense, and Tom Brady then could pick apart that zone. They're not running that defense the entire game. But if you so put them why. in that no huddle offense, they're gonna have to I get the same guys on the field, and Brady's gonna just pick you apart. 
Yeah. I understand that, but you think everybody can just run? It's not Chip Kelly. We can't run that. Yeah, the can NFL. Brady at forty-five years old? Can he keep up the tempo of the entire game? I'm gonna go. By now, that. Brady, I feel like can do anything. <laughs> no, but here's here's the thing: it's he can jump off the Empire State Building and live. Fuck it. It's it's Brady over Watson still, and here here's the thing. Houston, all right, we know, you know, they're not very great at defending the QBs, but we know San Fran is. They held Tua to 11 points last week. A decent quarterback that's been on fire as of late. Tua's been right? better than Brady. Yeah. All right, yes, yes, I'll give you that. But Houston allowed even less points to Deshaun Watson last week than San Fran allowed to Tua. Houston's been sneakily so, good against quarterbacks, though. But it was Deshaun Watson. Because you don't have to they, do much against him, but – Exactly. So it's still Brady slightly over Watson, but if Watson shows a little bit more upside, then I can understand why uh, moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. But we need to touch on the backfield here as well. Uh, Rashad White, Leonard Fournette. Unfortunately, both are playable. Both are playable if healthy. Fournette didn't practice Friday. The problem is that you don't want to play them because of this matchup. You can't run the ball on San Francisco either. That's not the reason you're playing them. You're gonna get a lot of shit ton of PPR work, I guess. That's probably that's not that's why because from who though? Fifteen combined total targets to the running backs last week. Eight to four nets. uh, Seven to four net. Eight to white. And And one was the game winning touchdown. But I still don't. I I I I don't like it, man. It's not fun having them both. I'm glad I have Pacheco. (laughs) Yeah. Man, but I mean, you can honestly, I, I think you can get away with it because the last three games, Rashad White has a 17.9% target share. I mean, he's involved in the passing game enough. And when Leonard Fournette is on the field, he's involved in the passing it's game. Basically, as well. Godwin and White and Fournette. They, Evans has been shuffled yeah, out. Let's talk about Evans. Like, we, well, no, I, it's because this offense start. doesn't run the the offense doesn't run the ball. This is a pass first offense, and they're dumping it off to the running backs as their running game. Pass so first why. offense that doesn't throw deep well. So that makes Mike Evans irrelevant. I mean, it's hard. See, here's the thing. If you know Tom Brady as well as I know Tom Brady, he's really good at play action. All right? you got to run the ball for play action. Otherwise, you're not fooling the defense into play action, which means you're going to have a defender in your face for all those deep shots that he likes to take on play action. So it's not going to be very good attempts overall if they can't run the ball. So this is going to be a dink and dunk offense. Which it's like a spread has, offense where a lot yeah, inside, cuts like Godwin. That's why Godwin's so good right now. It cuts Mike Evans' ceiling big time. Um, he's still – I mean, you still got to play Mike Evans, unfortunately. I mean, you're not – you know, compared to, like, Mike Evans or Deontay Johnson, you're still starting Mike Evans. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm still starting Mike Evans. Better offense. All right. But uh, the thing is, is it is more Chris Godwin's offense when it's a spread offense like this. When they take more deep shots, then Mike Evans gets a little bit more involved and has these boom weeks. But, I mean, unless he gets a touchdown, he's going to be – very erratic and boomer bust. This might be a week for Mike Evans because I did hear that uh, it's really tough for quarterbacks in the middle for against the 49ers because Fred Warner is patrolling there and their corners aren't great. So you could beat the corners on the outside. So maybe Evans could show. But he's got to catch the deep ball too. Yeah. We've seen him not do that in weeks past, but. We got to move on, guys, to our next one. We a lot of weeks past. Panthers at the Seattle Seahawks, and this one's going to be quick, nice, quick and easy. You're starting DJ Moore reluctantly um, <laughs> with Sam Darnold, that quarterback. Every right? week. It's startled over PJ Walker, correct? Yes. 
And then Deontay Farber is a little banged up, but it sounds like he he's is gonna be going to, go. to play. Yeah, yes. he's, he, he, he's startable. Um, he's startable in this matchup. Uh, jumping over to Seattle side of things, guys, you can start Gino. Low end QB. He was one. also he was injured, but he's good to go. He's fine. You can start Tyler Lockett. You're starting DK Metcalf. Let me ask you here about Noah Fant because he has been a little bit more relevant here recently. Like, is he sliding up into your top 12 tight end rankings, or is he looking still on the outside looking in? Top 15. No chance he's making top 12. No chance, Not huh? a lot of right, volume think, here, but with the Ken Walker injury, I don't think, and the injury to Travis Homer, and basically every one of their running backs. Homer um, should be – he practiced. Uh, yeah, Homer's good to go. It's Dallas who's struggling. Still – Still injured, um, but the thing here is, is I don't know if they can run the ball as much as they want to. <laughs> Make DJ. Make DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Maybe next year, only, Davis. Maybe next. Only year. Sam Darnold can. Only <laughs> Sam Darnold can. Or PJ Walker, I guess. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I do think that Noah Fant, you could probably get away with starting him because of the tight end landscape is so bad with Ken Walker out. I thought about it. I thought about it. But if Ken Walker is back the next week, then Noah Fant's going to be the same boomer bust tight end. The nice thing is here is, I mean, the whole thing about tight ends is you're looking for one on a good offense. This is somewhat of a good offense, guys. I just don't like that they use multiple other tight ends all the time. Like Will Disley, Will Disley is he's he's Colby questionable Parkinson. as well. Yeah. Yeah, if he if Will Disley's out, Noah Fant should probably be moved up significantly. But as of right now, sure, sure, he's going to be splitting time with Will. Uh, next game, guys, we got Sunday night football, the Miami Dolphins at the got Los the Chargers. Night. Yes. We talked about they flexed two, the Broncos out of it, thankfully. <laughs> Thank God, finally. Let's go. Uh, we talked about two uh, a little bit earlier um, against the 49ers last week, just 11 fantasy points. Much, much, much better matchup here against the All on one play pretty much, by the way. Yeah, the lie touched out early <laughs> in the game for sure. Um, to Sherfield. Tua is a no doubt set it and forget it starter this week, top five guy. Um, but I guess, Mike's, let's talk about Jeff Wilson and uh, Raheem Mostert. And what the hell did we watch last week? Jeff Wilson gets one carry, Raheem Mostert gets seven. We hot hand. Not, do we just not have a clue on what? No, we're it's the hot hand, hand, I guess. Neither of them not, get PPR work, so it was a honestly, great matchup. I mean, not great matchup, hard matchup. So it was the hot hand procedure with Mike. So honestly, they're dart throws now. Well, I, w- I wouldn't say that because this is a great matchup where I think you can get away starting both Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert. Oh. Chargers are not great at starting the uh, stopping the run, guys. Um, last PPR week, one, but... <laughs> uh, last week they were twelfth allowing uh, against the Raiders, um, and on the year they are the fourth best. Uh, at allowing the most points to running back, so you can you can run against the Chargers. Fourth worst, <laughs> the fourth, fourth, fourth best to run on. Most and allowed yards to running backs. Either way, yeah. but well, no, it's not yards. I'm looking at. I'm looking at fantasy points. Why do I look points. at yards? Fantasy points. I don't know why I said yards. <laughs> if you got Jeff Wilson, you're probably starting him this week. I don't really feel comfortable starting Raheem Mostert, to be honest with you. But uh, I don't like I mean, either. With six teams on by, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Jalen Waddle's on the injury report with that ankle injury. Uh, is Trent Sherfield the thing if Waddle can't go? 
I did see Waddle did have a full practice in good. on Friday. Good, that's um, good to hear. Tyreek Hill no. was Tyreek Hill was questionable with an illness, but He's Mike Daniels said the illness did go away. So looks Everybody's like Trent will not be a thing. Everybody's sick right now. That's that Dylan, they probably are getting what we had. I'm yeah. I'm pretty sick of you, Dylan. You gave, so I, I can understand. Like you gave it huh? to all them. You gave your the sickness to all them people too. Just like yeah, I went to a conference with yeah. them the other weekend. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, Makes sense. Jumping over to the Charger side of things, you are starting Justin Herbert. You are starting Austin Eckler. I'm going to ask you guys: Are you starting Josh Palmer now with Mike Williams back and Keenan Allen back? Gerald Everett's there as well. Is Josh Palmer still relevant? Josh Palmer kind of reminds me of Tyler Boyd in this offense if Mike Williams starts. I mean, he's kind of like a dart throw a little bit because he's not going to get the volume he was getting with Mike Williams out. A hundred percent. That's the thing here. So, I mean, if Mike Williams is playing, you're desperate, very, very desperate. Go ahead and play, you know, Palmer. But I, I really am trying to pivot off of Palmer with Williams healthy and Keenan Allen healthy. <laughs> That's so David, bad. Tough start, Davis, guys. I'm so <laughs> well, this big guy minus four that went to Derek Carr. Oh, I would have wanted to just rip it off. That's just rip game. it off. Oh, I'm sorry, Damn, Davis. Davis. Pray to the fantasy gods. Yeah, you're still good, man. You're still good. I'm sending you good vibes your way. The rest of your team's going to show out this week. I don't think he's got good vibes. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Damn it. Good uh, vibes. Good vibes. Good. You'll be all right. Full Mike, confidence. Mike, did you have anything to add with Josh Palmer? Or could we just move on to Monday Night Football? Move on. Yeah, right, you can start right Gerald on. Everett. You can start Gerald Everett. Reluctantly, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe he gets a catch. That's funny. Should have started Zach Wilson. Maybe he gets a hit, catch. Hey, man, he's going to score he's you the third more. Straight, he's he's, he's going to score you more points than Derek active. Carr. I'll guarantee that. <laughs> He'll, uh, yeah, he will. But Monday Night Football, guys, we got the New England Patriots at the Arizona Cardinals, guys, and just give me all of the Ramondre Stevenson in this matchup. Um, Can you even start uh, Mac Jones against the Cardinals this week, or are you still shying away from him? Who the hell would start Mac Jones? (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm looking at – I'm in a must-win this week. I'm really avoiding and everybody the, from this offense except no. Ramondre Stevenson. Here, here I would play are. Hunter Henry only because Cardinals can't stop a tight end to Awful save their life. against tight ends. You yeah, go. you're starting Hunter Henry this week. But I you scoured are, you him are, in every waiver wire that I was uh, You were going at. strictly off a matchup, though. There is uh-huh. no like pass work that is determining this other than the fact that the Cardinals can't stop tight ends. I'm fully prepared to see Johnny Smith get most of the tight end work for no apparent reason. Because we're all in on Hunter Henry. Yeah. I've honestly thought about starting Mac Jones over Tom Brady in a must-win game. No, I wouldn't. No, you start Tom Brady. Tom Brady still has a better shot at throwing touchdowns than Mac Jones. Uh, But it's Arizona, guys. I hear you. It's Mac Jones. I haven't put yeah, Mac, Mac Jones, Jones in yet, but I've it's definitely crossed my mind. I would hey, suggest Mac, not doing that. <laughs> Mac Jones or Deshaun Watson? I played Deshaun in a heartbeat. I think I'd play Mac Jones. Be you are Mark. fucking high as shit. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> you're not taking into the matchup into effect at all, my man. Yeah, is not good. When was the Mac Jones? When was the last time Mac Jones got above ten fantasy points? 
Actually, two weeks ago when he threw for a career high. He proved me wrong. Still. He (laughs) beat up the Bills. It was the Bills pretty good, wasn't it, Mike? No, it was not the Bills. Yeah, beat up the Bills. Uh, No, it was the Vikings, correct? Bingo, Vikings. It was on Thanksgiving. Yeah, he had 12 and a half fantasy points uh, last week. He had Beat him up. Fuck him. That wasn't that was he had twenty three against Minnesota. Okay, twenty three <laughs> against Minnesota. Yep. So, and I he mean, had eighteen against Baltimore too as well. But yeah, I hear you. I'd How much probably, different it is than Brady right now? I'm gonna pull his stats up. Really he hasn't quick. been great. I'd probably, trust me. I'd pro- <laughs> I, I'd hate to say that. I'd probably go Mac Jones over to Sean Watson as well. Would you go Mac Jones over Tom Brady? Because you guys are looking at me goofy right no. now, guys. You guys are looking at me goofy, and I'm looking at ECR on Fantasy Pros right now. Brady's 17, Mac Jones is 18. I Honestly, I'd rather literally swim with sharks than yeah, play so Mac Brady, Jones or Brady's, Brady's definitely been safer, 18, 18, 17, 15, 17 the last few weeks. So, yeah, I think he had 17 right. against the, the Saints, which is actually the, more than his average. His I mean, best yeah. since, like, 2018, probably. No, yeah, not no. I, he, he didn't join the Bucks until the, the, the 19 season, so it wasn't 2018. I'll probably uh, end up going with Brady, guys. But why don't we? Say it is Brady. Like, Jacoby Myers, he is startable as well with everybody. He's on questionable by. with the concussion. Still, he has not practiced. Oh, he's not startable then. He's uh, <laughs> his, his head's hurting. Um, hopefully, he's a speedy recovery for him. Um, but jumping over to the Cardinals side of things, do we like Kyler Murray in this matchup? I do. I, Bill Belichick can't stop running quarterbacks. We've seen it like in the it. past. Yep. We agree on that, Michael Plan. I don't like agreeing with you because you're uh, – I can't even say the words of the <laughs> podcast, but you. Uh, but we do agree say, on this. It won't offend is it, clean, me. is it a clean sweep, I've been, Mike? I've been called better by words. I would probably temper expectations a little bit. Would you rather start Dak against Houston or... Uh, you can't start Dak against... Oh, no. I was thinking of Derek D- Carr. <laughs> Dak against Houston or Kyler against uh, New England? Kyler only because rushing. Yeah. 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 But since it's our league, because I know this is our main league... That's our league. Yeah. That's a different no, story. It's kind of a wash because I think Dak will get the yard, the passing yards, but Kyler will get Dak's, the rushing yards. Dak's safer for the touchdowns. I agree. So that in our league, you go Dak, but in normal leagues, you're going Kyler Murray. Bingo. Not cool starting James Conner this week against New England. I mean, you might and probably have to. It's, I was going to say, he probably should be started because he's been solid lately. He's been getting the volume. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they've they not been using a second running back really very much with James Conner back and healthy. So, I mean, you have DeAndre Hopkins banged up a little bit, Marky. Uh, so, James Conner is a play this week. It's just I'm tempering expectations against New England's defense because they're, they're number one. Touchdowns and back-to-back thing. games. Their number one thing is stopping the run. Yeah. So, you're my, banking on touchdowns. Like you're right. So, he's probably startable. You're definitely tempering expectations. Um is Rondell Moore back, or is he still trending downward and not looking very I, good? I'm pretty well, sure I saw he did. He had a limited practice, maybe. If not, uh, I have to look I, it up. I doubt he'll. Be. If Hopkins back, he's useless. I don't. Yeah, I, dis- I mean, because you got. I, I disagree well, with that once Marquise he's healthy, Brown but we can talk about that a different day. Rondell Moore, make, he's more of a gadget player with those two. But if one of them's yeah, out, he's, he's, a, guy. he's a slot guy too. Um, but yeah, I uh, I hear you guys, but. That wraps it up. You guys got anything quick to add before I shut this shit down, or are we good to go? 
I mean, I think we're good to go. You might as well take All us right. out. All right, guys. Old master. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you haven't hit the like button already, please do so on your way out. Please subscribe if you are not already. Um, we will be back here, guys, next week to help you through your fantasy playoffs. Head on over to fantasy6pack.net slash plans and check out the memberships. So we can help you out in there as well with our award-winning rankings and just the whole fantasy six-pack crew over there. Check out our start sit live stream that Michael Plant and I do Sunday mornings to help you answer all your lineup needs and to help this you be get a fun in the week. playoffs if you need to get in. We're here to help. So make sure you join us on that uh, 10.30 Central Time, 11.30 Eastern Time. So be there. Um, Think of it like a preview of the Discord. Yes. Yes. But uh, for Mike and Ike, I'm Dylan. We'll talk to you guys this weekend and next week. Peace out.